whenever you're whenever you're in the mission field, sometimes you feel, uh, and that this is just me going off and, and talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But sometimes you just feel defeated, right? It's just like any other ministry. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Coffee with the Missionary. I want to start this podcast with an apology. Uh, whenever I started podcasting, I promised that I was going to record. Uh, the life of a missionary every Tuesday. I was going to let you guys know about the good, the bad, and the ugly of life in the mission field, and I have failed to do so. Uh, things just started to spiral there for a little while, and uh, you know, we, we had the big fight that happened whenever we were here, and we had to come back to the States, and then we came back to Papua New Guinea, and some other things happened, and it's just been one thing after another, and I could come up with excuses all day long, but the fact of the matter is, I'm going to try to get started back up here. There's a lot to cover. There's a lot of things that I want to talk about today. Uh, we do covet your prayers on these things that I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, a lot of it is things that very few people know. The people that are close to us, they know, but now it's time for you to know because the more people we have praying about situations, about things that are happening, the better things go, right? Uh, first thing, in December, my family came back to America and we celebrated Christmas with our family and we got to, got to see everybody, got to see little Rosalie and hang out with her. And in early January, I came back to Papua New Guinea and preached at one of our new outreaches. Uh, whenever I got back to Papua New Guinea, the outreach that I preached at, uh, it was a small house church. And the, the person that started the church, well, started the outreach, started a prayer meeting. Uh, it, it was a lady that started this prayer meeting every Sunday. And then they brought a pastor in and he began to, to preach. And the lady that started the church, I mean, God really started dealing with her. And her husband, uh, he, he hadn't been baptized. He hadn't been living quite right. So I came down and I, I preached and uh, something happened and, and God convicted the man. We baptized him in Jesus name right there in the South Pacific Ocean. And he came up out of that water, hands raised high, just having a hallelujah good time. And we're, we're just so thankful for that. Uh, currently, I am here in Mount Hogan and I am alone. Uh, I've been doing some traveling while I've been in PNG trying to get to some of our bush churches that haven't been visited for quite a while. I went to a church last week that hasn't had a missionary visitation since 2014. And whenever I got there, it was amazing. I was able to go and I was able to preach for them. And we just had a great time. We opened a new church building in Kimbe, which is in West New Britain, which is one of the islands here in Papua New Guinea. During the time that I was there, uh, we, we had some great services. We probably had about 50 to 75 people at every single service. And while I was there, uh, we, we had two breakout sessions uh, teaching the Holy Ghost, uh, teaching new birth. While I was there, uh, we was able to baptize 15 souls in Jesus' name. Twelve received the Holy Ghost. I came back from Kimbe, and whenever I came back from Kimbe, I got a phone call from one of our pastors in Chimbu. And he informed me that in Chimbu, there was 20 people that got the Holy Ghost. So in that one weekend, God filled 32 people with the Holy Ghost right here in Papua New Guinea. This year's off to a great start. We'll share some numbers here in a little bit. Uh, but I want to explain why we came back to America. 
Um, when we came back, we came back to bring Ezekiel. As many know, he's been a great help to me here in Papua New Guinea over the past five years. Uh, ever since we've came here, he's ran the music at our national conferences. He has been my right hand. He's He's gone to Fiji by himself to check on the churches. Uh, he has preached at many of our churches. He's baptized many people in Jesus' name. He's done home Bible studies. He's done great things here in Papua New Guinea. And he's going to do great things no matter where he is, but... Those are some things that he's done here. Um, so I want to share with you that we we came back and Ezekiel has moved back to Indiana. Uh, my wife and my daughter is currently there. I'm here in PNG, uh, kind of flying solo right now, but hallelujah anyhow, right? Um, while, while they're in America, my wife, she's looking for a house. Uh, so that we can have a place to stay when we're on deputation, when we come back to the States. Uh, when we moved to the mission field, we, we just sold everything and came here. And I'm not saying that that was a bad decision. I'm saying circumstances change. And now that we have you know a, a child that's lived in the mission field for five years, we need to find a place for him to stay. Uh, he has found a job and things are going well. Uh, and we're just praying for God's will in his life, whether that be one day him coming back here, uh, whether that be one day him pastoring a church in America, whether that be one day him sitting on a pew in America and just thanking God for all that he's done. We just want what God wants for him. Um, as you know, we've had many, many visa issues uh, that have came up with Ezekiel and we've had to fly him in and out of the country. And, you know, we, we just had to do so many things and it's just Right now, the, the best thing to do, we, we all feel, is to just have him back there. Um, you know, he came to us. It was his idea. So now we're just praying that, that God just has his way in his life. Uh, my wife and my daughter, like I said, they're also there. Sister Marshall has a surgery that she's going to be having in March, on March 25th. Please be in prayer for Sister Marshall. Uh, she's going to have this surgery and it's surgery, you know, we, we don't know. You, you just never know. It, it's surgery. We don't know what may happen. Just pray for, pray that God keeps his hand up on her and the doctors, uh, in that room. And we know that God's going to do what, it, what God does. And that's just come through for us every time. Um, in February, which is this month. Uh, sorry, time has gotten away from me over the past couple of months. I've, I've been here uh, for, for quite a while, and I'm actually literally a man on an island. <laughs> so I'm just kind of hanging out here. Um, but uh, February the 18th, I fly down to Port Moresby to preach for one of our churches there on my way back to America so I can be with Sister Marshall while she is undergoing her surgery. That being said, I'll be in the States for three or four months, so if anybody uh, wants to reach out, just just let me know. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to have some coffee. love to meet up with you. Come worship with you, whatever it may be. Uh, I, I do love to connect with people when we're back in the States. Um, so I'll be back on, I will just say the 1st of March. By the time I get back, it's going to be a while. Um, but things are going great here. Uh, we're seeing great revival here. Our our record of pastors paying their their church ties has has gone up dr drastically. Uh, we're at one hundred percent 
for the Western Highlands province, which has never happened before. Uh, normally we'll get a few in one week, a few in another week, maybe a couple months we'll get get the rest of them in. You just never really know. But the, the pastors, they, they understand now the importance of giving. They understand what that God blesses that. So uh, that's something that has been implemented and that is going very, very well. Uh, we also had a guest here with me for the first few couple weeks that, that I was back. Pastor Jason Mitchell from my home church there in Newcastle, Indiana. If you guys remember having him on the podcast, he came over to check out some solar stuff for us. And uh, we're hoping and praying that, that God makes a way. It's not going to be cheap, but it's going to save us so much in the long run. Because we are spending a lot of money on electricity and on diesel. So it's going to be great if we're able to get some solar here and get that taken care of. Um, while he was here, he preached at some of our churches. We had some great, great church. Uh, he preached at a back to school rally at Jordan church where we had a couple hundred there. Uh, he also preached in red corner. He preached in Bungalingu, which is in Chimbu. And we had great services. Uh, he prophesied at, at a couple of the services of what God is going to do here and we are excited to hear what God's going to do in Papua New Guinea. Revival is happening. Revival is here. And we can't wait to see these prophecies come to pass. Uh, while he was here, he was able to preach at Red Corner Church, which is Pastor Charlie's church here in Mount Hogan. And while he was there, there was two people there that felt felt convicted and they were baptized in Jesus' name. So he was he was able to come over on his first overseas trip. He was able to preach about four different services, attend a national board meeting, and baptize two people in the name of Jesus Christ. That's good stuff right there. While he was here, he brought some candy. As many of you remember, Sister Marshall, she's the lolly lady, so she goes around and she throws candy to the kids. She loves blessing the kids, and Pastor Mitchell was the same way. It was great having him here. It was awesome, you know, coming back with him and being able to uh, see what what God done through him. The day that we flew back to Mount Hogan uh, is now known as Black Wednesday. So what happened is there was a, they're saying it was a glitch in the system. I don't know what really happened. Uh, they're saying there was a glitch in the system and all of the police officers and all of the military here in Papua New Guinea, lost like 400 kina of their pay, every single one of them. It, it, it ended up being millions of kina that just kind of disappeared. And when that happened, the police and the military in Port Moresby went on strike. When they went on strike, the people took advantage. Uh, they burnt down most of the harbor in Port Moresby. They also uh, looted all of the stores there. And when all of this happened, it got really bad. They say it's the worst day in Papua New Guinea history. But uh, I don't believe that because, you know, we have more deaths than that whenever we have elections here in Mount Hogan. But they, they claim, since it was in the capital, that uh, it was the worst day in history. And one of the things that Pastor Mitchell, while he was preaching, he, he said, and it really resonated with me because... When you're in the middle of it, you know, you don't think the necessarily the same way other people think. 
So he, he shared with one of the churches when we were there, and he said, do you understand that all of these things happening? It, yeah, it was, it was an awful thing that happened. All these horrible things happened. But you also have to understand now you are in the world's eye. Like the whole world can knows about Papua New Guinea now. The whole world sees what's going on here. And when he said that, it just, it, it really set with me because it's the truth. The, the whole world saw Papua New Guinea at that time. So now what we have to realize is if people can see us, then they, they need to see the greatness and the great things that are going to happen here. They need to see the revival happening. And that is what has sparked me to, to regardless of how life is going, regardless of how down and out that I feel, regardless of whether I'm in America, whether I'm in Papua New Guinea, I promised you guys something and I need to follow through with my promise. So I, I want to make sure that I keep Papua New Guinea in the front of the minds of the people because that's a very, very important thing. Um, with all of this other stuff going on, we also have an issue with our land right now. One of the men that helped with our land, um, he, he took advantage of, of some funds that... Um, was given to him several years ago and what has happened is he took all the money he's he spent all the money and now uh we're we're having some trouble getting our land title here in mount hogan which is our headquarters property so we have put pushed the pause button we've not stopped we've not uh claimed defeat we've just pushed the pause button on our bible college so be be in prayer that we can find favor with somebody in Port Moresby. I've been calling, trying to get somebody at the lands department to help us out because the lands department ultimately is where this this falls. And if I can get some help there, that'll be very, very, very beneficial. So be in prayer that, that God just opens up that door and he makes a way for that to happen. Uh, because this is a big, big thing, and we need plenty of prayer about that. Uh, just pray for traveling mercies. Pray that God just opens doors. Uh, we we done a, a, a new count on our churches here in PNG right now. Um, we have 52 churches. Currently, we have about 42 of those churches that are currently active. So we are on the upswing there. Uh, we was at 35 last time that we was on deputation so uh you know we, we've added several churches over the past past year or so um right now in in the western highlands province we are at 99 repented of their sins we are at 41 baptized in jesus name and we are at 49 filled with the holy ghost god's doing a great work uh you know we're, we're just excited about what he's doing Whenever you're, whenever you're in the mission field, sometimes you feel, uh, and that this is just me going off and, and talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But sometimes you just feel defeated, right? It's just like any other ministry. I mean, sometimes whenever you, whenever you're there and you see all of these things happening, and you you get discouraged, you feel like you, nothing's happening, and then you start to reflect or. You'll sit on the front porch with three or four pastors and talk things out and realize that God is really, really moving. And you, you see these great things that are happening. You know, sometimes it's it's easy to focus on all of this stuff. It's easy to see that this is going wrong and that's going wrong. And, 
yeah, you're all by yourself. Yeah, you you feel down. Yeah, you're feeling out. But the bigger picture is God is moving and God is having His way. And and whenever you sit back and you reflect, that see that this podcast is not only good for the listeners that get to hear things, but whenever I think about this and I I see things that are happening, it's encouraging. And, and God always knows. God always knows. He He always brings things to light that needs to be brought. And as you sit and you reflect and you see all of these great things happen, you just you just can't help but to just take a little time to have a praise and thank Him for His goodness and His mercy and His grace. In prayer the other night, um, I was just down and you know I was praying about the things that are happening here in Papua New Guinea and praying about our churches and just praying that God would just just pour out revival on these people like they've never seen before. And as I was praying, there was a brick wall, huge brick wall. I looked to the left, nothing but brick. I looked to the right, nothing but brick. And as I began to speak things into Papua New Guinea, there was, there was no hand, there was no person, there was just a huge hammer. And I would speak things, and this, this hammer would hit the bricks, and they would bust out a huge chunk of the wall. And then I would begin to pray again, and it, again, it would bust a huge chunk. And there's barriers and strongholds that are being torn down because we have faithful supporters that, that are praying for us. I say this all the time. Whenever we're on deputation, I, I say all the time, you know, a dollar goes a long way. Yes, it does. Don't stop giving to missionaries because that's how we're doing what we're doing, right? Don't stop giving. But a prayer goes a lot further. If you're praying then God is doing things that, that dollars can't do. Dollars, dollars can't break down spiritual strongholds, but God can. So if you're praying against the things that we're up against, if you're, if you're praying in support of us, if you're praying that God gives us strength to fight the things that we fight over here, God will bless you for it. God will bless you for it. Now, like I said, don't, don't stop giving financially because that, that's what keeps us going. It's what keeps keeps the food here. It's what keeps the lights on. Well, when the power's working anyway, right? But that, that's that's what keeps things going over here. But your prayers, your prayers is what really moves the mountains out of our way and, and helps us in such a way that you, you'll never know what your prayers do for us. So thank you for praying. Thank you for toughing it out through this long podcast. Just just please remember us in prayer. The 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 climate here in Papua New Guinea socially and politically is not good right now. Uh, after the Black Wednesday I was sharing with you earlier, they are actually I'm I'm could be leaving at the perfect time to come back for uh, for Sister Marshall surgery. They're they're having what they call a vote of no confidence next month and basically what that means is the parliament is going to try to vote out the prime minister and have someone else come in and replace him uh the people they usually when things don't go exactly how they want it to you're, you're gonna have you know half well not really half but you're gonna have 45 percent on one side 45 percent on the other and 10 percent that's never happy with anything anyway sound familiar that's just life right so usually what happens is when these things happen, then there's some civil unrest, there's some fighting, there's some crazy stuff that goes on. We're praying that that doesn't happen this time because everybody's pretty much thinking the same way. 
you know, as I talk to people, I'm kind of getting the same story. So we're just praying that God works that out. But again, just pray for us. Just make sure you're praying. Make sure that you're you're just taking us before the throne of God because we need it. We need it. Um, I've been here since uh, the 5th of February. No, I'm sorry. Since the 5th of January. And uh, I'll, I'll be coming back. I'll be leaving here on the 18th of February. So that's a quite a while you know we're we're missionaries we're used to traveling maybe being apart a little bit but this is probably the furthest and the longest that me and my wife has ever been been apart um you know on deputation sometimes i'll go for three maybe three and a half weeks then i'll come home for a week and then i'll go back out but uh you know i'm i'm 8700 miles away from where she's at right now and uh, there's there's oceans between us. So just pray for us. I appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much. Again, I, I, I try to be as transparent as I can on these podcasts. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that I do appreciate every single person that listens. Whether whether one person listens and isn't is encouraged or whether a hundred people listen and they're encouraged. Just thank you for listening. God bless you guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. I pray that God blesses every supporter we have very, very big. We love you all. I'm going to try to do this again next week. Bear with me. God bless.